This is the M6P with your host, Andy Kirby. And Jared Mayo. Well, hey, man. What's up? Well, hey, man. Not much. How you doing? Well, hey, man. I don't think I can go much higher. Hey, man. <laughs> well, you, you've always been a beautiful singer, so I figured you have like a 10 octave range. And what a lovely singing voice you must have. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, dude? Oh, everything. Nothing. You know. You know. Oh, you know. Same old, same old, right? Yeah, I was just, uh, I was just happening to tell you before we started recording that I'm still recovering from a cold that I got on, on December 24th. I was in bed, sick with a cold. And happy birthday, right? Right, exactly. But don't worry, my family drugged me out of bed and took me to go see Into Spider-Verse. <laughs> You're like puking. <laughs> so no, no, it was just a it was just a bad cold and like I think I, I think I even had a fever. So like this is the scenario. In okay. Iowa, in the freezing, visiting uh my brother in law and his family, and they have a million kids and I have a million kids. And so like the two million of us went to like Jackie comes down and I'm in the bed and covered up and she's like, um, you know how you wanted to watch the movie for your birthday? I was like, yeah. She was like, well, you know, it's almost time to go. And I said, listen, I gotta be honest. It's, I don't think this is going to happen. And she was like, we already bought the tickets. Oh, I was like, okay. All right. So like I got up out of bed and, uh, you know, like when you when you, when you're sick, you smell bad. You know, it's just like yeah. it's just not good, right? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, we get there, and it is one of those movie theaters that I've never been in. One of these, it's basically like every chair is a lazy boy. Have you seen this? Like with a button that helps recline it and everything. Those are the only movie theaters we go to now. That's amazing. I've never seen one. This was in a mall. I didn't even know malls still existed. <laughs> they only have movie theaters let's go to the mall theater so anyway we're sitting there um and i brought a blanket so i basically curled up in a blanket and there were some problems with the seats like we're in the wrong row i didn't move i couldn't move i was just like <laughs> there like praying that i didn't fall asleep so that like this could be worth something yeah anyway eh, eh. was it was it yeah sure it was a fun time with the family I went home and went to bed. Oh, who cares about the family? Did you like the movie? Oh, have you seen it? Uh, yeah, opening weekend. You're, you're crazy. It was artistically quite the spectacle. I liked the theme, but the the plot and the, the story was really shallow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think or no? I think I was just so overcome by seeing something that I'd never seen bef- before, you know? It wasn't. It was literally like a comic book in real life to me. I that, I can see that. Yeah, it was definitely. So I guess maybe that uh, overshadowed any story roughness. <laughs> well, when when uh, well, I guess there's spoilers in this, but like when Kingpin killed Peter in the very beginning, I was like, oh, oh man, like right. he was super heroic. I did really like the theme. I mean, I, the thing I got out of it was basically. You have all these Spider-Men around. Um, anybody 
Like, you know, every time they introduced it, somebody he said, I am the one and only Spider-Man, I'm the one and only Spider-Man, I'm the one and only Spider-Man. And then Miles was doubting his powers through the whole thing. You know, could he really help? And then at the very end, he's like, anybody who puts on the mask can be a hero. It's what's underneath that counts. That was great. I love that. That's a good line. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah. it was, But it was weird, though. Like, I didn't understand how... Like, they bring people into another dimension, right? And then they're starting to die, and she just neglects to tell Kingpin that if he brings his family over, they're going to have the same problem? <laughs> uh, minor detail. I mean, like, he would have been... I think he would have been upset had he yeah. found out on his own. You know, anyway. You know, anyway, anyway. Yeah, when, when Kingpin kills Peter Parker, and then when the 616 Peter Parker meets... The the I guess the ultimate universe Aunt May. Gotta admit, my eyes got a little wet. It's a but, little teary eyed uh, there. Yeah, like, it just really got me at first. That you know, I didn't think Peter was gonna die. You know, right? That that Spider Man was gonna die, and then he dies, and I'm like, oh oh my god, this is like this is like MCU. Like this, <laughs> this this have consequences here. You know, and then when he met Aunt May, it's like, oh gosh, just rips your heart out like. If there's somebody in your life that you love so much and they pass on and then you re-meet them again, wow. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine that. It's heavy stuff. Heavy, man. Heavy. Way heavy. I, I took did, my nephews. I, it was the first time I got to take my nephews to a, a movie. Oh, that's that awesome. It was, was a lot of fun. I nice. Enjoyed. So you were in Missouri? No, my nephews that live here locally. Oh, they. Oh. Got to. They just got to watch. Um, well, I guess not just, but in May for free cap for uh, free comic book day, I have them down every year, and we have Marvel Day, and we go get comics, and we watch cartoons and stuff. Uh, but this year they got to watch Captain America and Thor and Avengers the the movies. Ooh, so awesome! I'm slowly like bringing their mom on board. So this was like the next step that we get to go see a movie before the mom has seen it and. Uh, so is this, is this Jennifer's family? Yeah, these. This is Jennifer's sister's children. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Right. But did that, you, did, awesome. did you take your boys too? Because they're pretty small. Yes, we did. And how but, did they do for a long movie? Well, uh, Steve got bored, um, but he like wanders around and he wants to sit next to his cousin Mara. Like they're two peas in a pod, and so like every once in a while they'll get down and then like you know go over and say, "Hey, can I sit with you?" And then they'll go and switch seats and sit in the other one. So anyway, they're still small enough that they can share one seat. And Connor did okay. He did uh, he did all right. He slept most of the time. <laughs> so I think maybe you were in my movie theater. Because there was there were these two kids that were really bored with the movie, and their parents decided to let them do laps around the theater, running and racing each other, screaming while they're doing it. No, see, we have we strategically make them sit next to each other because we know that's going to happen, and we tell them to be quiet. So uh, okay. we're not those parents. Oh, yeah. I just I didn't. I was trying like, don't kill. These people in front of your nephews at their first movie. Right. Wait till like the third movie. Like, yes. till we get to a live action movie, then you can murder someone in the theater. <laughs> I don't know if you can really say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm gonna kill you, people. Like, what? <laughs> Who takes their kids to the movies and lets them scream as loud as they can while they do races? Nobody, uh, nobody's seriously watching this film, right? I mean, this is this is a cartoon, <laughs> right? <laughs> 
Well, you probably didn't know what was going on, though, because you're so sick. You're like, Jackie, just watch those 20 kids, okay? <laughs> like, hey, easy. Take it over over there. You know what I mean? So, like, the we sat down, and all the kids sat in the wrong row. And I would have been, I would have been fine. Like we took up a row and a half, right? With okay. as many people as we <laughs> brought. And um, so instead of sitting in this entire row and then spilling over into this other one, we sat the entire wrong row and spilled over into you know the other one. So yeah. ba- basically, you know, the rows right next to each other. I don't mind moving them. We were in the wrong seats. We can move the kids, right? It's moving eight kids. No, it's moving ten kids. But we can still do it. That's fine. Well, the my, my sister-in-law went out and talked to the manager and said, "Listen, can we just, you know, can we just, you know, get these tickets and turn in these tickets?" And they were like, "Yeah, that's fine." I guess it wasn't the manager; it was somebody at the desk, and they were they were fine. Well, the next family comes in and says, "Oh, you're in our seats." And my sister-in-law is trying to explain to them, "Oh, we switched. Is that okay? You know, we have these." And um, so one of the guys went out to the manager. And said, we don't understand what's going on because they had come in during the previews. And so they were talking during the movie, right? And Mm -hmm. so she couldn't actually communicate what had happened. So then the manager comes in and starts talking to her during the movie, like standing over her and really angry with her. And she's like, listen, can we talk out there? And so they leave. I'm just watching this thing from underneath the blanket. Right? I was going to say, you're just curled up with a blankie. I was like, I'm not even going to get up here. This is ridiculous. And so then apparently like the, the manager was yelling at her oh. and, and saying like, you should have come and you should have changed these tickets. And she's like, I did. It's your staff that didn't tell the people or, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, she just kept saying, I did the right thing. You're telling me exactly what I did. And the guy was just so so mean to her and the other family was like well i mean if we're if we have our seats and we're just sitting a row of back it's fine what's the big deal so they were cool with it like once they understood what happened but the manager was just ridiculous so anyway she was personally offended and you did not come to her aid no no (laughs) i was obviously watching the kids running around in the circle doing laps and screaming it's (laughs) spider-man It was great. All the all the kids were like, "Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite Spider-Man? Who's your favorite?" And this is before we go to the movie, and they're like, "Oh, obviously Spider Gwen, obviously Spider Ham." Like they knew all this stuff, and their wow. parents were like, "Who who are these people? Like, <laughs> what are we going to see?" Wow, wow. Well, they're already making a sequel. Are they really? They're making a sequel and a spinoff with uh, all the female Spider Women. Oh, of course. Why not? So it it must be good. My, my, you know, when we were going up there, uh, there was a phone call ahead of time to say, which movie does Andy want to see on his birthday? And so Jackie gets off the phone and says, um, did you want to see this Aquaman movie for your birthday? <laughs> and I said, what? And she was like, well, there's that comic book Aquaman movie. Is that what you wanted to see? I was like, there's a Spider-Man movie coming out. <laughs> like, did you not know this? Like, right. And if you did know this, you know, what What does that say about our relationship? Right. Who are you and what did you do with Jackie? Like, come on. So we were driving in the car on Sunday, which would be yesterday. We've been watching The Punisher, season two on Netflix. Wait, hold on. So you just started, you started 
Wait, no, we're not in Iowa now. We're in, we're in present day now. Right. This is a segue. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> so we're watching The Punisher, and Jackie knows I've been really looking forward to it. So we're watching it together. We're probably seven episodes in, and she turns to me. She's watching with me. She she knows I've been really looking forward to it. And on the drive into church, she turns to me in the car and says, "You know, I'm really happy." That you got to see your show because I know how much you've been looking forward to watching Daredevil. <laughs> and I looked at her and I had this weird grin on my face and I said, that means a lot to me that you don't even know, that you care so much and you don't even know the name of the show that we're watching. Because <laughs> she's watching with you. She's watching with me. She sees the Punisher emblem come up and the logo and knows that this guy's not in red spandex running right. around town. Yes, yes. <laughs> wow. Now you got I mean you, you I mean you have to admit, like she she knows it's the Punisher Netflix and Daredevil and all that kind of stuff, and she got mixed up with the name. She just said the wrong name. She didn't really believe it's Daredevil. Uh-huh. But it was just so funny, like if she she cared so much that I cared that she would sit and watch with me. But she didn't care so much that I cared that she would get the name right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> no, it was, it was great. It was great. Are you watching The Punisher? Yeah, we can talk about that. We can talk about that right after these messages. No, this is Mar- This is the M6P. I almost went back into the, to the old days there. Woo. This is the M6P. We are our comic book podcast. You can uh, visit our website, theM6P.com. You can look us up on Twitter, at the M6P, and you can email us at m6ploc at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash the M6P. We're also on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff under the M6P. And you can be a part of our show anytime you want by calling 616-755-TINA and leaving us a message. And we are sponsored by DCB Service. Discount comic book service, dcbservice.com. The best place in the world to get your single issues. You pre-order them two months in advance. They order enough uh, material that you get a 40% discount on all your Marvel books. dcbservice.com. And they're great. They had a book this week that I wanted. It was uh, uh, 50% off. It was a graphic novel I wanted. And I waited one day too long, and it went to 42% off. Oh, wow. Ah, oh, it's still really good. That 50%, though, wow. If you if you pre-order, like, the week before the stuff comes out, you get even some higher discounts. It's, it was awesome. That's crazy. We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. You can check them out at www.crpsavings.com. We're also sponsored by michaelwebsolutions.com. And we're sponsored by The Marvelous Box at themarvelousbox.com for $25. Every quarter you can get over $100 of Marvel graphic novel novels shipped directly to your house. Oh, it's fantastic. Curated by yours truly, Jared Mayo. No! It's amazing. It's amazing. It, every time. Every time. I'm just so blown away by it. We had the most subscribers this last quarter, which which is good. You know, that shows growth. It's good to have more now than when we first started. But it was great. I was going back through and looking at some of the books. Um, I got talking to John Coughlin, who was with us at the beginning, the first subscription. I think we 
we looked and he's received 54 books so far. Oh, wow. Goodness um, gracious. What's the monetary value on that? I don't. Uh, so I guess well, we've been in business for a year and a half. Uh, yeah, maybe even almost two years. So year and a half. So let's say year and a half. He's paying twenty five bucks a box. That's six boxes. There's that's one hundred fifty. One hundred fifty between one hundred fifty and two hundred dollars. Right, but I mean over a hundred dollars per box though of value. So that's six hundred dollars of value for only one hundred twenty five dollars in cost. Well, that's at least that's at that's least. A- and that that was, is amazing. Yeah, so probably around eight hundred dollars worth of books. If we're if it's two years of books and there's four quarters, so there's around eight hundred. But that's just at least. And the reason I had messaged him was um, one of the books that we sent him uh, probably six months ago was X Men uh, Epic Collection Children of the Atom, mm. and it's it's going for a hundred and twenty bucks on eBay by itself. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> So I just messaged him to say, hey, dude, uh, you got uh, a whole year's worth of Marvelous Box subscription there if you sell that book. Wow. He's like, yeah, I just really read the heck out of that thing, though, so it's kind of beat up now. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. I read the heck out of it. <laughs> you know, I um, I had the original Children of the Atom paper. You, you trade, you know, not the epic. Is that the one with the – is that where X-Men started over? Am sure. I thinking the right thing? Is it right after New X-Men? Um, so you're, so like with, when they go back to the spandex costumes? Yeah. With Chuck Austin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was rough. That was a rough, rough time. So why is it selling so much if it's, I mean, is it just the That's a different book. So the X-Men Epic Collection, Children of the Atom, Volume 1, is the first, I've got one right here, actually. I just happen to have one right here in my <laughs> It's uh, X-Men 1 through 23, like the 60s comics. Oh, 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 oh. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and so it's out of print now, and uh, but it was in print when we sent it to him. So you <laughs> well, never know what you're going to get in a marvelous box that you could flip and make money. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. We did, we did a promo one month where every one quarter where every box got an epic collection. And I think that was that was that month. Awesome. So, so lay it on me, Punisher. Well, dude, can you? Not only that, but we're on episode 119. Are we? That's crazy. That is crazy. Yes, I didn't actually realize that. I wasn't looking at my notes. Where are my notes? <laughs> no, that's okay. So, well, okay. So, if you're listening to the show right now and you've not finished Punisher season two, stop listening, but pick it up later. So, so there's your spoiler alert. So why were you why were you saying we're at episode one nineteen? Oh, I was just couldn't believe it. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> Nor can I, good sir. People people ask me, they're like, You still do that comic book podcast? I'm like, Yeah, you know, I mean it's it's tougher with life and how things are going, but yeah, we still do it. They're yeah, like if we did it like we wanted to, we'd be on episode two nineteen, but but that's okay. You're telling me, man. <laughs> I'll have to I'll talk your ear off later about a, a plan I have for getting more time. But, uh, okay, all right. I love. I want more time. <laughs> it doesn't involve cable. <laughs> well, he's dead. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, yes, we're going to spoil this thing. I Have you finished? I have finished. Have you? No, I'm still uh, on episode seven. Seven? Yes! What have you been doing all day? I, <laughs> I've been trying to... <laughs> Cobble this report together. Listen to this, man. Look, I don't want to share any secret. This, this blew me away. This is one of the things I had to deal with today at work. And it's still not dealt with. Let me, let me lay this on you. All okay? Right. 
end of the year, giving out raises. So I get this raise spreadsheet that gets sent to me. I got to give raises to like 45, 46 people, right? So I don't know all these people. I don't know how well they do. You know, I try my best. I go talk to their managers and their supervisors and everything. So I then divided it all up and, and sent these spreadsheets to these supervisors. And I get one back and uh, one of them says, oh, wait, this isn't the wrong or this, is, this isn't this is the right uh, amount. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, you're talking about the raise amount? Or you're talking about like the 2018 amount that this person was getting? Guy or girl, I keep it ambiguous. And they were like, oh, the 2018. I was like, well, this is what came out from accounting and from HR. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And uh, so they went and talked to this individual Apparently, this individual was given a substantial raise back in June, and he never or she never checked their pay stub. Mm-hmm. They never got this raise. Oh. All the way from June. So now, like, everybody's like, well, what do we do about this? And can we afford to pay them retroactively and all this? This is crazy. Wow. Yeah. How nuts is that? Wow. So what do you what do you think you'll do? I just I got to clear it with the VP of finance to see if I can back pay him and give him a raise. This this person isn't going to know what to do with all this money. <laughs> I, sadly, it's not that much. I don't think <laughs> so, that's a that's a sad state of affairs. But that's crazy. That's what I've been doing all day, not watching Punisher, dealing with that. And you know, I had a, a friend just recently. Like that's so weird. You say that just in the past two or three weeks that um, there was a clerical error and this this my friend's co-worker ended up making a whole heck of a lot more than they were supposed to but never said anything to anyone. Oh, that's bad. He's making bad. All, all this extra money and then uh, raises come around and like, well, you know, we found this clerical error. Um, you know, you're not going to, we're not going to be able to give you a raise. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to pay you, make you pay us back for what oh. we did, um, but we are going to put you at the rate that you were hired at, which is what you know. But you've been making so much more than what you were. We told you would be, and this person just threw a fit. And really? Was, well, I'm quitting then. I can't survive on that that much money. And the 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 owner was like, "But that's what we hired you for, and you said that was fine. So why is it now?" Not enough, and so this person has left and is um, making all these uh, these. Uh, so, so sorry, I'm, I'm getting like ahead of myself and trying to keep <laughs> everything you know on the DL. Yes, gotcha, gotcha. So this it's, this employee this is a also, public podcast. <laughs> this employee also received tons of hours of training, and in this employee's contract, it said. That if you get this training and you leave within, you know, 120 days or 90 days or whatever, you have to reimburse the company for the training. And, but the, the company's like, it's cool. We're not going to do anything or whatever. But now this employee is throwing this big stink about getting more money and back pay and how they weren't paid for, um, like, some some sort of overtime at one point or something ridiculous. And I'm like... This person is really pushing their luck, you know. Goodness gracious! You doing? You need to just say thank you. I'm going to leave on a good note. Good luck, God bless. You know. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I mean that's amazing that they're not making him, him or her pay it back. Right. 
Sorry, I wasn't yeah. trying to up go over your story. I was like, that happens a lot. <laughs> no, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, it makes me wonder. Like, I need to check on my paycheck. You know, <laughs> wait, <laughs> right. wait, Andy, wait a minute. You'd be making ten grand more, and we just forgot to give it to you. I don't think. I think my company would be a little bit more litigious in uh, <laughs> in that whole thing. If like, oh, you started making more money, and uh, you didn't tell anybody. Well, obviously, you're going to have to pay it back, you know? Right. That's some shady stuff. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame. You don't mess around with that kind of stuff. No, because even even a big company started as a small company by, you know, one or two people at one point in time. So, I, I don't know. That's probably a whole nother. Are you talking I mean, about the Marvelous Box? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yes, we're pretty much a big deal now. <laughs> even the smallest of companies has started... <laughs> Don't run out of the guest bedroom, but we're, uh, we're expanding every day. <laughs> we can't do this. This new business is in, encroaching on the comic book room. Oh, well, so speaking of comic books, Punisher, you made it yes. to episode seven. Yes. So tell so that, me where you are. Where is that? Okay, okay. So that's where Frank goes on the street to stop Billy, and he's got his bloody Punisher vest on. Yes. Yes. So, and then he's finally, I think Billy's finally remembering, right? Yeah, they have that shootout, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that was so good because for the first, you know, seven episodes, like, put on put on the skull. Put on the skull. Put on the skull. What are you doing? I, at, on the first episode where he meets that girl. Yeah. I was like, man, I kept turning to Jackie and I was like, this would not happen. This would not happen. He doesn't love anyone. He, this wouldn't happen. He doesn't care about physical affection. And so finally, like, I realized that, oh, he's about to learn a valuable lesson <laughs> about, like, caring for other people in his position. Can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and Jackie had some complaints, like, I don't understand why the bad guys are so calculating, but this guy, he doesn't calculate anything. He just... I mean, he went into that Russian gym without a gun. He just decided he wanted to beat people up. Like, just take a gun, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, And then uh, on the street, he's just standing in the middle of the street, and he didn't try to... Yeah, like, you know, I don't know. And I was telling Jackie that this is very early on in his career. He still has feelings. He hasn't seared all those nerve endings to his heart off yet. Uh, but you can see how he's getting there. Like... Eventually, in the comics right now, he just doesn't care about anybody. He's just going to kill and kill and kill and kill and kill, right? Except for the innocent. Yeah, he, he tries to just kill the bad guys. Well, yes, yes. Are you For those of you who don't know who the Punisher is. No, 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 no. But, I mean, he's not to the point where he'll just kill anybody for any reason for anything. He does right. still have a yes. code about himself. Yes, but he doesn't, he doesn't become emotionally him. involved, you know? No, not at all. And that was a tough the toughest thing in the first episode was after the you know, the first sixty seconds of the episode, I'm like, Holy smokes. All we do is we see him in the car with this blonde chick, they're covered in blood, these this car pulls out in front of him, he takes a machine gun out and just blows him away. Like, <laughs> I cannot wait. This episode is gonna be great. And then the next forty minutes he's like talking all lovey-dovey he's getting pancakes at down Donate- i'm like what is this junk what is this you know <laughs> it was so this is not my punisher hashtag not my punisher and then he, you know he redeemed himself at the end but you you bring up a really good point that i didn't think about 
this is Frank Castle at the beginning of his Punisher days, not 20 years in. Right. And I think it's weird that, you know, like with the possibility of these shows getting canceled, um, because I think the only ones that haven't been canceled yet are Jessica Jones and The Punisher, right? Right. I'm, I'm waiting for the next few days when The Punisher gets the axe. Right, exactly. Like, you, you have the freedom to go off 20 years from now. Like, why do it a year? There, there's almost no reason to connect the stories, you know? I could have done, so far, I could have done without the whole Billy Russo thing and just gone with the John Pilgrim storyline. Oh, yeah. Just and, me. I mean, that dude is just so creepy, and the, the whole thing is, like, I, I could have just done that, and I had been satisfied. And I it, it would start to feel like a, a real Punisher story that wasn't, you know, that wasn't connected to an origin story. Just, like, you, you catch him mid-adventure, and you just follow the whole thing to the end. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was hoping for when I saw the previews or the trailer for it. I was just like, "Oh, this is going to be amazing!" Like he doesn't have to necessarily relate to what happened before. Um, so anyway, I mean, I thought the stuff with the police station that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was probably my favorite part. The the poor the the poor bouncer dude. <laughs> my heart just goes out for that guy. Yeah, they just slumped over in front of the drum set. I mean, I, the way he was getting stabbed and stuff, um, I was like, oh, this person is trying to be considerate. They're not hitting any major or- organs. They're just trying to get this guy out of the way. And be like, listen. But then they lost their patience, and they just went to town. Ugh, it was awful. Yeah, because even at the beginning, she said, no bullets. <laughs> and then they just massacre everyone in the whole place. Yeah. It's just a, a blood show. But, yeah, the, the police station was very much on the edge of your seat. Like, what? And then the lights go out. Holy cow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Like, rocking back and forth. What is going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I felt like. I did Like, I was sitting there next to Jackie, and I have to admit, my heart was beating very quickly during that bar fight scene. Like, when they go into the bathroom and uh, she pulls the knife on the girl. Yeah. And then he he walks there. I'm like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen? I I, well, I I I became inside the story. <laughs> that doesn't happen that <laughs> often. You know what I mean? Well, you've been to so many bars when a similar story has happened. You know, right? Obviously, that's I, I felt like I was there. Flashbacks and everything. <laughs> like, oh, I remember this in my Cedarville days. This it's crazy. <laughs> oh. Hey, is Sh- is Shooter Jennings a real band or no? I don't know. Isn't that who was playing? That's who was playing, and I really enjoyed their music, actually. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was bad. <laughs> yeah, they played like four or five songs in just one episode, and I just kept thinking, because I watched the first episode twice, because I started to watch the whole thing by myself, but then Jennifer said, uh, I have Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off. Let's just watch this one together. So gotcha. I got to hear the music twice, and I kept, but the second time through, you know, I'm like, they played, this band has played a different song four or five times. They must be in with the director, and they're trying to plug their album because I would think so. This is a lot, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't bad though. Oh no, no! It makes me want to look it up and say maybe I'll download uh, a couple of their songs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know how much you like karaoke. Well, I don't know that they're big enough that they have karaoke versions of their songs yet. I mean, my goodness. What are you talking? About? Of course they do. There's karaoke versions of everything. <laughs> but I did uh, kind of what you were talking about with. You know the Russo and Madani and uh, 
while I loved this this season, loved it, like probably top two or three Netflix shows for me. Um, it often is the supporting cast guest starring Punisher for his show, and that kind of. And while the the cast is great and stuff, I really want to just follow Frank and his adventures and and what he does, as opposed to all these side characters. And I think that is probably um, a criticism I have of most of the Netflix shows is there's they don't focus so much on Jessica and Luke and and Danny. It's so much all these side people that I just don't. I don't care about because that's not what I'm watching the show for, you know. So, so do you think that happened during this season or no? Yeah, yeah, I, I think it. I think it did, but it's still one of my favorite shows. I, again, going back to a couple, a uh, uh, couple episodes when you and I, a couple of the M6P episodes, all these Netflix shows are too long. They don't need to be thirteen, se- thirteen episodes. Uh, so, or I, an hour each episode. Holy no, cow! No. So you could have done Punisher in probably nine to ten episodes and cut a lot of fat off of this and even made the show even more crazy or good. Yeah, that's probably true. But but that's me. But I I, I think I'm just being nitpicky to be nitpicky because I want I want this to be you know an A plus plus show and for me this was probably like an A minus show. But it was it was fantastic, dude. You have to watch the ne- the last two episodes back to back. You can't go to bed or take a break they have to be 12 and 13 right against each other okay i, I looked on imdb and all the i mean the lowest rating of the show was like an 8.4 out of 10 i mean of of each episode you know what i mean oh good yeah so i was i was impressed with that um yeah it's 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 very creepy that the that one couple that lives in that church village or whatever or like visits the church village it's extremely creepy so that's Martha Kent from Smallville. Did you recognize her? I I recognized. I, I said I know that person, but then I looked it up. Like Superman's mom is evil. Is evil. <laughs> I knew it all along. <laughs> yeah, that's Corbin Burnson, right? Isn't that the dad from uh, Psych? I really thought it was, but I didn't look it up. So it is him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. All right. Yeah. Like I love it when they get those big names in there, and they just kind of like they. The show wasn't built around, watch this show with Corbin Burnson and, you know, Ma Kent. Right. They show up <laughs> and, and you're Ma like, Kent. awesome, I love it! <laughs> so, let me ask you, is Mahoney the same guy from Daredevil? Yeah. Okay, yes. that's awesome. A couple different Netflix shows. Okay. Yeah, and... Yeah, because I guess he's in Luke Cage Season 2, maybe? Yeah, he's in a couple of them. It, it's, it was cool because we just finished... Well, I mean, I already watched Daredevil Season three but just last week we finished daredevil season three together with my wife and then, that was a good one. Oh my gosh i think that one might be my favorite and uh so then for him to show back up she remembered because she every time turk shows up she forgets she's like who's that guy he's only been in every season of every netflix show babe <laughs> every time he shows up i'm like oh it's turk and jackie's like she finally turned to me and she was like is he like one of your favorites? Because you're so excited every time you see him. I was like, I said, well, in Bendis' run in Daredevil, he was just amazing. Like, he was he was really good. And I think it's Bendis' run. It may be Brubaker's. I can't remember. But, um, and so, like, she doesn't understand. But, you know, in the show, he's like, yeah, whatever. But I just think it's so cool that it's that shared, you know? You got these, like, you don't have Daredevil show up in the Punisher show. 
but you got Turk mm-hmm. and you got Mahoney. Yep. I mean, that's awesome. It is. It, it, it works because some of the stuff with Claire started to feel really forced. Yes. So by having just Turk show up for 20 minutes, that's fine. That's all you need. Dude, he got... The Punisher is not is not a nice dude to anybody <laughs> who's done anything wrong. Ever. <laughs> He's like, you, did you come in to save me? He's like, no, it worked exactly like I wanted it to. <laughs> did you jaywalk? Because I'm going to kill you. <laughs> dude, and that, that one guy in the, the photo studio... Oh, yeah, Jennifer wasn't making the connection of what was going on. She's like, why is she he hitting him? He just wants to take pictures. Oh, well, my goodness. Oh, uh, they're not nice pictures, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised he didn't kill him. And, uh, dude, that guy with the lighting and everything, he looked so freaky weird, too. He reminded me of uh, Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't see that. Creepy. <laughs> He was, he was yeah. pretty creepy. You know, that was the other thing. Another thing I didn't like, even though I love this show. Another thing. Even though I love it, I'm giving it an A. It was an A minus. I hated it. <laughs> the uh, the chick sidekick. Like, just, you don't need a side. Again, I think that's probably with the, the supporting cast thing that I've got a problem with is, you know, The Punisher is not a buddy, a buddy cop movie. You know, it shouldn't be a buddy cop TV show. This chick, just get her away just be done with this and just go shoot bad guys well i i kind of think that so far i've liked her interaction mm-hmm. uh, i think she's just she's got something mentally wrong with her but um i feel like if it was just him then you would get punisher war zone you know and i did not like that movie well, i think punisher needs a supporting cast because without them the show would be very one track and that's why I think a Punisher movie, you know, at, at 90 minutes is the perfect amount of time for Punisher. I mean, I, I have to say, though, this is one of my favorite street-level characters. I, you have Spider-Man on one side, and then you have Punisher on the other side, and Daredevil, who, like, tends to waffle back and forth between the two. Yeah. Um, and so I, I really do like the Punisher. That's... Right now, I have subscriptions from Marvel to send the comics to my house. Um, and one is Amazing Spider-Man, and the other one's Punisher. So have you been reading Punisher? Um, I'm several issues behind, but yeah, I have been. I, I, I was reading it when it was in like issue 227 and everything, right after um, Secret Empire. Mm-hmm. And the fallout from that, where it had War Machine's armor. That wasn't as bad as you would think. Uh-huh. It was pretty good. And so this is like... Hydra going back after Frank after he doesn't have the armor anymore. It's uh, it's pretty good, dude. It's pretty good. So what? It's issue Bar- are you on? Baron Zemo versus Punisher. Yeah. So you read the first issue where Punisher kills a big bad guy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was. Did you did you read it or not? So I did not read it, but I read a review about that, and then what happens in the latest issue of Punisher, which I won't tell you. And it makes me say I need to be reading this. And I've never, really? like, I've never read a single issue. Of, I own Punisher books. <laughs> I've just never <laughs> read them. <laughs> Dude, Rucka's run on Punisher was really good. His latest or most recent run on Punisher. I don't know if he had more than one, but uh, that is that is really good. And if you really need the quintessential, like the epitome of the Punisher run, Jason Aaron's Punisher Max series. There is a lot of adult things in that book. 
Let me be clear. It says max. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's the max part. But if you want to see Punisher go up against Fisk and go up against Bullseye, that is the story. And that would have been a great Netflix crossover with characters like Jigsaw and Bullseye and Kingpin. You know, those those three could have really gone back and forth between Daredevil and, and Punisher. That would have been cool. Yes. So what do you think about Jigsaw being only slightly cut up? Yeah, what the heck? What yeah, I mean, world? the guy's face was like meat on the mirror. Yeah, I showed Jennifer a comic book picture, and I said, this is how he should look. And then remember what happened in the last episode on the carousel? Apparently he just got five really big scratches. Right. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, why'd they do that? Jackie said it's still to make him try to look good. Like, oh, he still has to look handsome. Yeah, because the doctor still has to be able to, you know, take him in and... I think probably the Netflix budget for makeup and special effects is a lot smaller than an MCU movie or something. I suppose so. That was a little disappointing to me. Yeah, I, I was definitely disappointed. I was hoping for like the crazy eye and just almost looks like Two-Face, you know? Right, yes. No, that would have been awesome. But it's great. I can't wait until you finish it and tell me what you thought because episode 12 and 13 jennifer and i like screaming at the tv and yelling and like the neighbors are gonna think something's happened like punishers in our house <laughs> he's right here <laughs> um here's something funny so we started watching episode one and we're sitting there and i'm like this looks i don't remember this but it seems familiar and then he's sitting in the diner mm-hmm. and they're talking about like him being a like a hippie, like a hipster, and I don't remember any of that, but then all of a sudden he gets a phone call in the diner, and the guy can see him, and I'm like, what is going on? Is this a recap? Like, I don't necessarily remember. We were watching season one, episode two, and we thought it was season two, episode one. (laughs) We probably got, like, five minutes into it. I'm like, wait, let me check something. (laughs) Yes. <clears throat> it was funny. I was like, I'm sorry I didn't catch that sooner. I'm wasting your time. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, TV show stuff, have you watched Runaway Season 2? I haven't seen Runaway Season 1. Is that on Hulu or what is that on? It is on Hulu. Do you have the Hulu? I don't have the Hulu. Okay, then never mind. I guess we don't need to discuss. Is it good? So Runaway Season 1 was excellent. And Runaway okay. Season 2, we're just having a... We're on Episode 4 or 5. We're just having a hard time, like finding the footing for it really but you haven't seen what, it what, what would you liken it to uh i, I don't what does it feel like like i mean the so season one felt just like the comic book it really they did a great job costuming uh characterization powers and i love the first you know 18 issues of runaways so that made sense and this one i think they're just kind of like so uh they're runaways and um <laughs> they've run away and uh yeah what what should we have them do now you know oh, that's, <laughs> a, that's a bummer to do yeah so i think some things are better like jessica jones one season was just fine season yep. two was terrible so just just do one season and that's fine runaways probably just one season we don't because something is successful you know, all of Hollywood thinks we need to just run it into the ground until we can't su- suck any life out of it. And Right, yeah, there's no need to do that. No, no, just let people say, you know what? Ghostbusters 1 and 2 were great. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm okay with that if we never see Ghostbusters again, you know? 
you're right. Jessica Jones season one was good. And so does Runaways? Um, does it? Does season one just cover the first Brian K. Vaughn issues, or does it go on past them, or does it not cover all of them? No, just the first, the first stuff, like up to probably eight, eighteen, probably I'd say maybe, maybe a little bit after. It's been a while since I've read it, but it's really just that beginning part. And if you remember, Runaways only went to ep- to issue eighteen and then disappeared for a while. Right, and then um, they brought Yas Whedon in to do uh, a run. Yeah, yeah, and so even in the comic books, like it was a great story. We told that eighteen issues; it was great. And then you know, Runaways is like the third or fourth worst-selling Marvel comic book of December two thousand eighteen. <laughs> you know? Oh, is it really? Yeah, that's like, a shame. It, it just you know, just have a good idea, tell us the story, and then move along. Right. But they had to have a tie-in to the show and everything else. Yeah, which obviously is not working if you're not selling anything. I remember Young Avengers. That was really good. Um, by oh, what's the dude's name? Heinberg. Mm-hmm. Heinberg. And um, I remember that they did kind of a Runaways and Young Avengers crossover for Civil War, and that was okay. But was you it, know, like, was it for Civil War? It was for Secret Invasion, wasn't it? They may have done. Or did they? Well, maybe not. Maybe not Civil War. Maybe not Civil War. But they may have done two different ones. Okay. But I remember that that was a series that they took a break too. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I don't think it's come back. They they had twelve issues and that was it. Like this is this is good. We're, I mean, and the, the the characters got dispersed to other places, but this right. just tell your finite story and move along. <laughs> oh, and the art on that book was amazing. Oh yeah. It was Jim Chung. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Yep. It was fantastic. It was it was a magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> so, we kind of, so man, what you, what you been reading? Uh, Uncanny X Men. <laughs> yeah, trying to trying to catch up. Yeah, yeah. I just took the other day and I I read the the last six issues. That's the meat, probably like the meat and potatoes of of what I read, Marvel wise. Like I've got so much stuff. I was telling somebody on the Facebook page, like I got all of Old Man Hawkeye. Because I, I didn't want to read it issue by issue. I just want to sit down and read the whole thing. So it's yeah. But why? Well, I loved Old Man Logan. I know you. Ugh. You have your you know your issues. <laughs> get it? Issues? You got your ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I want to. I have a feeling it's going to let me down. But <laughs> I want to read it anyways. Who's writing that? Jeff Lemire or no? Uh, I haven't read any of it, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I just, it's not Mark Millar. No, it's not. I think now they're coming up with Old Lady Hawkeye, right? They're doing an Old Lady Harley for DC. I don't think that's what I'm talking about. They're doing Old Man Quill. Oh, are they? Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, that's probably what I mean. Yeah, probably, you know, totally different. Space, female, male. Yeah, that's probably it. Uh, same company. <laughs> At least it's the same company. <laughs> So I mean I'll probably check that out and see what see what's shaking over with that. Sure. Show me. Oh yeah. Sure. Are sure, you reading? Sure. Any, I mean, you have these all these comic books being delivered to your home. I mean, directly to my door. Yes, right. in my mailbox. <laughs> no. Uh, so I've caught up almost on Amazing Spider-Man and Spectacular, and I just read Friendly Neighborhood today, and then I'm going to try to catch up on Fantastic Four. And the Punisher. Mm. So Spider-Man, I'm really enjoying. I think it's a lot of fun, man. It's like the '90s all over again. All these Spider-Man titles. It is. It is a little bit, but they're a lot. They're not as dark as the '90s ones. That's for sure. 
Well, there's no... So, well, but there are a lot of Spider-Men. They may not be clones, but there are a lot of Spider-People. Oh, my goodness. So I finished um, Spider-Geddon. Okay. Right? Yes. Did, did you finish this? Uh, I bought it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This... It is awful. It is awful. Right? I'm I'm gonna keep waiting for the payoff and everything, and it's just yep, it's not worth it. And it's it's you know what? What? It's very sad because it's Christos Gage. I really like his writing, and it's not necessarily the writing that's bad. It's just like why would you think that this many Spider Men is a good idea? You're like every time if if rareness denotes value, every time you add a spider character, you're cheapening Peter Parker. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So why? I mean, like, he shows up in one issue and he says, he actually says the line, well, I guess if you're late to the big event, then you don't know what's going on. It's like, yes, you're useless here. (laughs) We don't need you. And it was all about Miles getting, like, the cosmic energy to be Captain Universe uh, for just this thing. I I just didn't like it. The Inheritors is a cool idea initially, but... You know, Moreland went after just any totem, not spiders. What did it have to do with spiders? Right. I think this was my complaint four years ago mm. with Spider-Verse. So anyway, I was reading that. I was reading Return of Wolverine. Are you up on this? I am issue one and two in. I've not read since then. Okay, so issue three is when he meets the other X-Men. So you got to jump aboard on that. Okay, okay. That, that can be something I can do tomorrow instead of working. You're going to be disappointed. Oh, okay. Hot so maybe claws. go to maybe go to hot work. Claws. Get your hot claws. <laughs> hot claws. Hot claws. <laughs> I'm <got it> over <laughs> here, <laughs> and I got my waiter vest on. Do you see my waiter? I'm gonna serve some food. <laughs> I'm gonna serve some hot claws. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Don't talk to the wait staff. <laughs> right. Um, I'm I'm interested in reading Dead Man Logan. I saw a couple issues of that around. But why? You don't like Old Man Logan, so why would you want to read about his death? You know, the Old Man Logan that Mark Millar did, the problem I have with that is that it's in continuity. It's regularly numbered. I don't like it. I know that that's your problem, but other than that, do you have a problem with it? No, I I think that the character's interesting. I mean, I like Logan, and especially if he's in a waiter outfit and he can't remember who his friends are, (laughs) I might as well remember, I might as well read somebody who can remember who his friends are. (laughs) Right. Which you would think the old one would be senile, but he's not. No, he's just so. very sad and bitter. <laughs> eh. See, that's why I'll stick to my street level. I haven't read yet Man Without Fear. One and two, I think, are out. Maybe three came out. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested in that. I'm getting I'm getting more into the street level. You know, I like I look at the covers for the X Men stuff and I'm like, eh, I don't really have that much time. I look for I look at Avengers and I'm like, eh, it seems like Thor's a big player. Eh, I don't have that much time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So what's going on with Uncanny? Uh, it was kind of hit and miss. It was a 10-issue arc. Um, came out every week. Uh, X-Man. Are you familiar with him, Nate Gray? Uh, oh, vaguely familiar. From the Age of Apocalypse. Um, right. He kind of becomes this mutant messiah Jesus figure and uh, decides that, you know, all religions are, are, are bad and, like... He just he destroys this Hindu temple. He destroys the Vatican, like all these places. And there were all these news articles with the these people that were of Hindu race being upset with the X Men in real life. You know, really, really. 
guys, read the story. It's you know you don't see anybody else breaking out. Just just move along. It's a comic book. But well, aren't they portraying him as the bad guy? Like, how can you be upset if the bad guy hurts your religion? If the good guy was hurting your religion? Well, I think that's it. Is that at face value you see an image of your holy site being destroyed? I don't like that. I totally understand. I'm with you on that. Reading it in context, you're like, oh, he is the bad guy. <laughs> and he thinks that he's he's the Messiah or whatever. So he kind of does his thing, and he and he pseudo becomes a... He gets four horsemen together, and he controls multiple men, and so then all the X-Men get together to battle him. And Legion shows up, and Legion and X-Men merge together. So then there's like like an omnipotent being and they go crazy and they fight him and <laughs> then they just go crazy <laughs> well i mean a lot of the issues are just like shooting each other and blasting and fighting a lot of it is so wait is cyclops and wolverine are they both back right now in these issues uh at the end of issue 10 cyclops makes an appearance okay how did how is he back we don't know what? What? I, I think we find that out. So there's an X Men annual that comes X Men annual that comes out uh, this week or next, I think. And then the next issue of X Men number eleven uh, is supposed to detail that 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 stuff. I see. Hmm. But the annual, hmm. the X Men annual is seven ninety nine. Whoa! Ooh, you're not Spider Man or Batman. I don't know if you know you can pull a eight dollar book. That's an annual, you know. Yeah, it seems uh, seems iffy. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, we're we, we going to see. I mean, I'm going to read it, but I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay it. I don't agree with it. I don't like it, but I'll pay it. Uh, I know. I know. So, it is what it is. You know, what are you going to do? I, I did talk to Matthew Rosenberg today on Twitter. He's the right Oh, X-Men. really? I told him I thought that Storm was the best leader. And <laughs> what What did he say? He said, she lost the vote. <laughs> oh, no! He had a poll of, you know, who's that best X-Men leader. And it was Cyclops, Storm, Rogue, and Jean. And Storm came in second, but I missed it. Like, I didn't get to... Wait a minute. Only one dude? I, I know. Hashtag matriarchy. You know, fight the matriarchy. Okay. I do, every day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the poll was already over, but I said, uh, I just tweeted him, hey, we still vote for Storm. He said, too late, it's over. And I said, well, that's okay. Uh, I really appreciate... Uh, that's all right, we'll boycott your how you How you treated Storm in the last issue. She did some cool stuff, so I was I was thankful for that. Since, oh, that's a shame. Since Jordan so, White blocked me, I can't really tweet him. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shame. Rude. Yeah, I one time, I got blocked by Sabolski a long time ago. <gasps> you did? You did? Yes, I did. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, wait. Num- Cause, and number two, I didn't even know you were on Twitter. Oh, it was a long time oh. ago. It was a long time ago. So it was he was a talent scout, right? Obviously, yeah. overseas, and he kept posting pictures of food. Oh yeah, he's a big foodie. Yeah, and I was like, I said something like, "Why don't you tell us what's going on in these books instead of <laughs> instead of posting your meal?" Like, 
and then he he sent me a snide remark, and uh, I apologized, and he blocked me. I was like, I'm sorry about that. Silly. That's so dumb. Uh, that's just, I don't think that's a big grown-up way to deal with conflict or something you don't like. It's just, I will delete you from my life. <laughs> that's well, I mean, I, I can't, I mean, whatever. I don't really blame him. I mean, uh, he, here's some idiot that's like, he really likes food and he likes taking pictures of food and I'm criticizing him for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't blame him. No, you're like, hey, bro, what, if you could uh, do your job, I'm a huge Marvel fan. I follow you because I like Marvel. I'd love to see some Marvel stuff that you've got going on, not sushi. <laughs> I don't think that's too much to ask. Like, the, the state of that, – that's a whole other thing. But the state of the comic book industry right now is bad. Numbers are low, very, very, very low. Well, I don't, and, and that's a shame because some of the books that I mean, the ones I'm catching up on are good. I, I started reading the Stan Slots Fantastic Four. I'm not caught up, but I mean, I'm even enjoying that one. Well, but the, what I'm saying is, use your tools to promote your product because you're going to continue. Your paycheck is going to be based on whether you have a job writing or drawing or doing whatever you do for Marvel and whether that title can sell or not. So, if I'm writing for Marvel, if I'm drawing for Marvel, I'm going to be promoting my book every second I can to get the word out there because when was the last time you saw a commercial for a comic book? You know? You don't see a comic book and a Happy Meal that you wrote and based on that then mom and dad go to the comic book store and buy your book. Like everything that you can do to promote your book you need to do it because throwing money into advertising your stuff. You gotta do it if you want to keep in business. But that's a side trail. That's just why I wouldn't use do sushi, you know? I'd be like dude, read... Ironheart, please, someone. <laughs> I, I, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, he came out with. I think a couple years later, he he came out with what was that one with magic? Didn't he write that? It was Infernus or Infernal or Oh, X Infernus. Yes, I think he wrote that. Yeah, it's like you know, promote that instead of. <laughs> I I get your point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what can you do? Have you noticed how, like, do you remember when it was a huge push for uh, all the creators? Get on Twitter. Get on Twitter. Marvel's the first one on Twitter out of everybody in there. <laughs> so they used to put everybody on Twitter. And do you know how often people get in trouble on Twitter because of things they say? It, like, is hurting the companies now, I would say. Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean. Oh, I'm retracting that. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean that. That was a long time ago. Social norms have changed since then. <laughs> I, I didn't know that was going to be frowned upon two years later. <laughs> or, or I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't know your rules then. I'm not speaking for Marvel when I post for my personal account that everyone is a Nazi. Everyone <laughs> that buys my books is a Nazi. I'm not speaking on behalf of Marvel. <laughs> like, know, know your audience, guys. No, it seems like everybody has to backtrack and they have to be careful, but they all push them. Well, if you're a Marvel creator, we're, we're 100% on Twitter. We're... You can interact with these. I mean, it was okay, but man, it really is bitten them. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because there's no. I don't think there's a lot of oversight about it because you have to. You have to balance that. You know, with so you want to promote your book. You want people to buy. You know, um, Archangel. You know, just throwing out there because there's no Archangel book. So you want people to buy <laughs> Archangel number one, but then you cannot. You don't have enough self control to realize that in my next tweet. When I decide to go all political, I'm going to alienate 50% of my audience. Exactly, you know? yes. All you have yeah. to do is just 
you need to listen to the the good angel on your shoulder that says, you know what? It's better to not post that. <laughs> don't post. <laughs> if you can't say something nice, don't say anything like, at all. You can believe that all you want to, and that's great. And talk about that at the bar with your friends or with your family or whatever you want. But you have to realize that if you tweet this, you're going to alienate 50% of the people that that buy from your company. So you have to decide if that's worth that. I don't I don't right. think it probably is. If I'm selling pizzas and I've got a pizza shop and I decide to post I'm just not going to post political on my pizza shop page because I want everybody to eat my pizza, you know? <laughs> this pizza shop doesn't support Trump. I know. <laughs> this pizza shop hates Pelosi. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, I I know. I know. And and Jackie, look I I love this girl, and she is probably the person that I can stand the most. <laughs> but like, she says, "Well, I'm not going to shop at Target anymore." And like, and a bunch of Christians who who I am a Christian, and I you know I I hang out with these people. Obviously, I see them all the time. They're like, "Well, I'm not going to Starbucks, or I'm not going to Ben and Jerry's, or I'm not going to Target." I'm like, "Listen, if they're making a product, I'm supporting the product." I I don't think they should say anything political, and so therefore I don't care what they say. <laughs> political. Like, do unto others. Nobody better care what I say when I'm selling something. <laughs> they will. <laughs> that's Yes, that's true. That's not a popular opinion. My opinion is in the minority. I know that. No matter who you ask. So whether you ask people on either side of any issue. Right. And be like, I totally disagree with you. <laughs> You don't take a moral stance on this and then not buy from the company? No. No, I don't. If Lowe's is closer to my house, and if they don't have it, I'm going a couple stores over and checking Home Depot. Okay, but let's step back. If Lowe's is closer, but the manager was a total jerk face to you, are you still going to Lowe's? There's other factors. I mean, if, if, the, if the manager was a jerk to me, that would be a deterrent. But if he said something political in a public arena, I don't. I don't. That would be way less of a factor. Yeah, that's why I'm just trying to figure out what, like, what the line is. I think it. I think it. When it ha- he is saying something about something that has nothing to do with his business and nothing to do with me. So you would tend to say, <clears throat> if I'm promoting Archangel Number One, I'm like, hey, go buy Archangel Number One. But then my next post, I say whatever political thing I want to. That it shouldn't matter. That you should still go buy Archangel Number One because you like Archangel. Yes. Okay. That is that is exactly what I'm saying. Gotcha. Like um, Edmonton or Edmondson, I don't know what his deal was, but he wrote The Punisher. So I don't really care who wrote The Punisher. <laughs> I'm going to buy it. You know what I mean? Like, And that's just the easiest example. I don't know if he was right or left or whatever. I have no idea what was going on with him. Uh, if Dan Slott suddenly said something against Christians, I'm still going to know what's going on with Spider-Man. Gotcha. Yep. If he said death to all Christians, <laughs> I would be like, well, what's going on with Peter? That's so, that's so awful. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, is, his words are not going to directly affect me. No, but I, I think I see the other side in saying that I'm not going to put money into the pocket of the person that's trying to oppress me. If he's saying death... and. And we are want to make it clear right now, Dan Slott is not saying death to all Christians. <laughs> Andy just decided to pick someone's name while I decided to right. pick a book that doesn't even exist. See, 
Yeah, see, I I picked someone's name because I don't like his Spider-Man writing. Yet I still picked it up. Okay. So like, if if I don't like his writing and I don't like what he says politically, I love the character. I'm still gonna know what's going on. But he's calling for your murder. Uh, might not want to give him my three ninety nine. You know, I, just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, then maybe I'll just steal it. <laughs> there you go. I will download it and say Suck it. not from a local comic shop. <laughs> I will go to DCB Service, their headquarters, break in, and take that book. <laughs> you you just you just said that our sponsor we're going to steal from our sponsor. <laughs> no, this is this alternate world. Right, right. <laughs> Where Archangel has his own book and Dan Slott wants to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, Dan Slott, sorry that Andy doesn't like your writing. We, we don't have anything personal against you. He just made an unfortunate choice of words. No, <laughs> Scott is a, is a wonderful guy. He's one of our friends. He's our biggest supporter, Scott Jimenez. You know he. We, <laughs> you're right. We we know he he's we know he's really writing that book. I forgot that Scott and Slot were the same. They are. You know it. Um, we I saw a video clip of Dan Slot. Oh, who was it? So many people uh, on the M6P send me stuff, and I'm so grateful. Uh-huh. But I get them confused. <laughs> I, I might have been. It was Kevin or Bradley. I don't. Oh, sorry. You have your own fan base. You 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 live in a in a world where people love you. No, it must be great. No, the M6P has the best fans, and people send us stuff all the time, and I really appreciate it. And we got sent uh, a Neil, not Neil, no Neil Adams, uh, a Dan Slot, uh, Art, Art Adams, oh, a Dan Slot uh, interview where he admits that. Yeah, uh, we didn't do anything with Fantastic Four because uh, the movies. We weren't allowed to. Oh, wow. That had never been said before. Like, oh, uh, oh snap. Yep, it figures. Spite. Like, way to go. Duh. Thank you for confirming what we all knew. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got you got anything else, man, before we wrap Holy up? Holy cow, I got a ton of things, but we'll just go through them real quick. So, Far From Home okay. trailer. Did you watch it? Ugh. Yes, I did. And you sound disappointed. I just, there's nothing that gets me excited. Like, I don't like him fighting big, I like, hopefully he gets to use his brain and outsmart people and not just rely on Tony Tech and fight. I mean, is in there, in that trailer, is it supposed to be Crusher Creel or is it just Mysterio? You know what I mean? Like, who's he fighting that's a big giant monster? That's stupid. Spider-Man doesn't fight big giant monsters. Well, Hydro-Man and Molten-Man and Sandman. Is Those are not big monsters that take down bridges and stuff. Well, I think my thought is that they're just going to be homages to those characters. If you look in the background at different buildings and uh, trucks and things, the first appearance of those three characters is listed. So I think they're just homages, but that they're really illusions of Mysterio. I hope they are really illusions. That's what I hope. Which would make sense. I just... Yeah, I want a street-level villain. I don't want all this hoopla. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the Vulture was pretty good, but... And you have to have some sort of aerial dynamic because it is Spider-Man. But, I don't know. I don't know. What did you think? I had to watch it, like, three or four times. I thought it was so good. I was so excited. But Mysterio is what excited me the most. Like... Really? Why? He has a fishbowl on his head. We we didn't see that though, did we? You obviously have not watched the trailer enough times. 
apparently not. No, I just saw his face, Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Yeah, so Jake Gyllenhaal shoots his, you know, Doctor Strange green magic, and then the helmet's yep. on when he's flying around. And I'm like, holy cow, I didn't think they were going to do it, and they did it. <laughs> I don't know. I guess maybe I'm just so excited for Endgame that this, like, kind of pales in comparison. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think I think whatever comes after Endgame, which would be Spider-Man Far From Home, is going to have... You know, big shoes. A tough time. Yeah. It was just like Ant Man and Wasp right after Infinity War. Yeah, I can see that. You know, it was good. You know what? They're probably you're right. They're probably going to be on the same level, the same caliber. It's gonna. It's like has to be a a palate cleanser. You know, after something like that. So, do you think that it gives away stuff about Endgame because Nick Fury was in there, or is it possible that it happens before Avengers uh, Infinity War? See, I thought that it was going to take place before. I thought it was going to be a prequel. But a lot of folks are saying it's not. So who knows what they know? I don't know. <laughs> because his... So in Infinity War, his spider sense, you know, his hairs go up. But then in this one, Nick Fury surprises him. That's true. Has that been pointed out or is that just your observation? No, a lot of people have said that too. Have people addressed this I've, on the internet? Right, on the, the intranets are a buzz. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I hope it takes place before. Um, also... But then by that time, it won't even matter, though. Yeah. It'll be like, hmm, a nice little prequel. (laughs) Too bad he's dead! Everyone is dead! (laughs) Um, so, from today, Captain Marvel comes out in 45 days. That's kind of a thing. By the time this gets... Kind of a big You know, this episode comes out probably be about 40 days, so... Right. Realistically, yes. I, th- I mean, I think that's you know, we're usually about five days out. For, yep, for... yep, yep. Let's be honest. Yep, let's be honest. No, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, <laughs> how much are you looking forward to Captain Marvel? Um, like a five. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it more than Spider Man: uh, Far From Home. Oh, wow, that's something. Yeah. That's something. I'm actually, to be honest with you, let's as long as we're being honest. Right? Yes, let's always be honest, Andy. Let's be honest with each other. I'm actually looking forward to Shazam more than Ooh. Captain Marvel. Ooh. That's yeah. that's rough. <laughs> yeah, have you seen that trailer? Yeah, but it looks fun. It looks good. Uh that where that costume. <laughs> I think that's part of. The fun of it. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> His shoulders are like Mack trucks. <laughs> They're like Mack trucks. I read an interview where he was like, yeah, that, that's really me. I really worked out a lot. Like, dude, <laughs> that's not you. It's just not... <laughs> Did you watch that Chuck show that he was on? No. Okay. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> okay. Um, so the Disney acquisition of Fox is supposed yes. to be done by the end of February. Oh. Okay. So March one, I need a full slate of movies and TV shows. I need, <laughs> I, I, I need them stacked. <laughs> Do you think that um, for like Phase Four, Phase Five, whatever, they'll just start to bring in the X Men, and then they'll just go? I mean, they probably have another fifteen years. If you bring in the X Men, whatever they have planned out, you probably have another ten to fifteen years right oh, there yeah. from just getting the X Men. Yeah, X Men and Fantastic Four and Deadpool properties. You've got Silver Surfer. You've got solo X-Men movies. You've got group X-Men movies. It, you've got so much material. 
it's just it's gonna pay for that itself many times over. There's got to be so many people there just like frothing at the mouth, going, "Okay, if like creators like Jeff Loeb and everybody who's in there saying and Casada, it's <laughs> probably saying, "Okay, when we get these, we're gonna do this story, then we're gonna do this story." Uh, they just got to get rid of Jeff Loeb and then get started. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Disney Plus stuff. Have you followed all the Disney Plus TV shows? Well, I heard that they are going to have a Vision and Scarlet Witch, right? Yeah. What else are they going to? And they're going to do besides the Star Wars stuff. They're going to do a Loki show, and the rumor is that Tom Hiddleston is going to voice over it. It's going to be a younger version of Loki, uh, but it hasn't been confirmed. That's weird. Why would they? Why would they pay two different people to be Loki? You know, like somebody with the voice, and then somebody with the well, like he, like he's gonna do the narration. You mean? yeah, like he'll narrate the the show. Oh, uh, okay, all right, yeah. yes. Now that makes a whole lot more sense, and I feel stupid. That's a... but yes, now I understand. What you're uh, then there's gonna be a Winter Soldier and Falcon show. What <laughs> is that true? I know, man. I know. <laughs> That's amazing. And. This has Dude, if the production if the production value on that is high, that will be amazing. Well, guess who's overseeing this stuff? It's not Jeff Lowe. Who is it? It's the man, Kevin Feige. What? Really? Oh, that's Yeah, cool. these are going to be cool. like Agents of Shield turned up a notch of 10, you know. Good. Yeah. And I mean, the, you know, the the cast these these characters are coming back. It's not going to be somebody else playing scarlet witch or somebody else playing falcon it's the real deal that's crazy does that mean they're retired from the movies like well so all so vision died scarlet witch died falcon died <laughs> winter soldier died loki died loki died <laughs> so i don't know wow and then uh the 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 rumor this one has not been confirmed but it's looking all my sources say <laughs> probably it's my source uh sif tv show as well yeah i heard that i heard that i don't care about that at all yeah that one's probably the the dud of all four i mean you would hope that somebody would care but it's gonna that that has canceled written all over it well all these shows are not they're not like the netflix hour-long 13 episodes a lot of so far they've said that they're gonna be just tell the story as many episodes as it needs and then move on so uh i think they said falcon and and uh, winter soldier they're looking at eight episodes just that's it, you know. So I think some of these might these might be one offs. I, I don't think that we're gonna have like season eight of you know, Winter Soldier and Falcon. So okay, all right, I can I can live with that. So are do you know if the Star Wars shows are the same pattern? I don't know. I don't even know Chewbacca. I don't know anything <laughs> about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's gonna be on Disney Plus also, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I gotta say if. If Disney Plus has Star Wars and Marvel, I probably won't pay my Netflix subscription. I'll probably switch. Well, what are you going to need it for? Right, exactly. You know? Because there's... I mean, I own Mario. I don't have to... <laughs> I mean, I can play Mario whenever I want. Well, there's But there's going to be more than just, you know, these shows on Disney Plus. I mean, the Disney catalog is huge. And some of the Disney stuff that they've produced that isn't necessarily under the Disney banner that's going to be put on the Disney Plus platform is going to be like everything that Netflix doesn't have, you know? I mean, it, it's a ton of stuff from ABC, I'm sure, right, right? Right, ABC, Disney Family, ABC Family, the Disney Channel. I mean, the Disney Channel back in the day had so much stuff. The Disney Channel today has stuff. There's uh, 
I think Disney purchased Touchstone Pictures at one point in time. So all that, right. like, yeah. it's going to be crazy. And then bring it on the Fox stuff. So they, they'll have access to all the Fox catalog as well. Oh, if I can just sit and watch X-Files and then turn it over to Winter Soldier. See? Right. <laughs> and then Netflix announced that they're raising their prices. So it's just another what? reason for people to say, see ya. When does this Disney thing launch? Uh, they said mid to late 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This could... Shut up and take my <laughs> Right. This could be, you know, X-Factor Investigations. Like, that would be a great... That would be great. Jamie Madrix? Yeah. You know? Yes. Done right. Disney, it doesn't need to be a movie, and it doesn't need to be 13 hour-long episodes. It could just be whatever it needs to be. So Give me six. That's all I care about. Yeah, that's fine. You have, you know, Siren and Guido and, and Multiple Man solving crimes. That would be amazing. I would I would do that. If they got Peter David to, to helm that. Well, speaking of Peter David, he... It was just announced uh, yesterday. Him and Greg Land will be writing, will be developing a new series for Marvel called Symbiote Spider-Man, and it will take place before Spider-Man figures out that he's wearing a symbiote after the Secret. Oh, yeah. So a comic book series that comes out in April. Interesting. So, like. He, Peter David was the one that wrote the Wolverine story with Kitty Pride. I forget what that was called. Wolverine Legacy or something like that. And those were fun. What? Do you do you remember that book? Wolverine Legacy? It was Wolverine and Kitty Pride. I, I, maybe that was the title of it. The miniseries in the 80s? No, 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 no. This was, well, it was probably like five years ago now. What? Yeah. It was its own title. Hmm. It was stories that, like previously took place that were inserted in there it was wolverine and kitty pride are you looking this up i'm not because i don't even know where to start searching okay <laughs> you just keep talking you do you do our sponsors I'll, well I'll no i was just thinking symbiote spider-man like that's gonna be i was just talking to you about how it's like the 90s all over again and all these spider-man titles that you're gonna be buying and now you've got another one to add and yep that's true. and everybody seems to love peter david's work not a lot of people are fans of greg land but he was so awesome during that interview that he gave us three or four years ago. He yes. Could he was. not have been a nicer guy in the world. He was yep. so great. So, and he can, he gets his work out quickly. That's why Marvel continues to hire him, you know? He was, I felt so bad for him because he was so timid. Like, he didn't know whether to trust us or not that we were going to be nice to him. Well, and, you know, he was sitting with Jay Leistein. And who his, his his anchor, and we asked to do an interview with him, and he said yes, so we interviewed Jay, and I think he just saw that we were like, we're not TMZ, and we're not BuzzFeed, we're just, we're just a couple of nerds just really excited to meet people that draw the stuff that we read every week, you know? Yep, yep, and then that was the same year we did, uh, uh, what was his name, Hots? Kyle Hotz. Kyle Hotz, yeah, he just did a cover for... Uh, Web of Venom, Carnage Reborn, right? Well, he actually is doing the interiors for the Venom, uh, what, the, uh, is that him. series with Venom? It's not the regular Venom series. It's, I can't remember which one it was. Well, he's doing the interiors for it, so that was really excited, exciting. He said that um, he was looking to get out of doing comic books altogether, and then he decided to just give it one more shot, and that's when he got this the the venom book it's like oh that was great that's great awesome. time. 
Yeah. Yeah. Is it? And that, yeah, that dude's a beast. Oh, my God. He's a skinny, tall dude with a ton of muscles. He looks cool. Oh, he will, he'll break you, but then he talks so nice. He's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yep, he was, yep. So I just okay. looked it up. It's Wolverine First Class. Peter, David, uh, Wolverine, and Sean. Okay, that was more of like an all-ages title. Yeah, maybe. So I didn't even pick that up because I was like, that's a kid, but. Oh, it was. So number one was published January 2010. So eight years ago. Gosh, it seems like just five years ago. (laughs) (laughs) What can you do? So no, the last thing thing I wanted to say was, uh, you know, I know we're going to go through our sponsor everything, but definitely check out. We got a brand new article up on the M6P.com. Kevin McVicker wrote it for us. It's the top 10 Marvel comic stats of 2018. It's a fun read, so check that out. Awesome. I'll do that. And that's at the that's on our website or the Facebook page? Uh, it's on our right? website at the m6p.com. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Um, and this is the M6P, and we are sponsored by dcbservice.com. Just our comic book service. Get all of your uh, floppies, your single issues, Pre-order them. You can also go to their sister site, InStockTrades.com. Any orders over $50 have free shipping. So DCBService.com. We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership, www.crpsavings.com. CRP is a discount membership service for all of your purchase needs at Office Depot and Office Max. For $39, you get a lifetime membership, and it saves you literally gajillions of money on everything that you want at Office Depot. It's really gajillions, cool. of, gajillions money. of money. Maybe yeah, it it actually does it does really help. <laughs> it, it's it's really cool. So take you get that membership, you swipe it, or you buy it online, and you save on like ninety five percent of the stuff that you you buy from Office Depot, or Office Max. So check them out. Uh, MichaelWebSolutions.com. That's Darren's business. Darren is our web guy, and he sends me all this cool stuff all the time. That I get to post as well. Great guy, great service. If you're looking for somebody to help you with. Uh, marketing, with social media, with website design. Michael Web Solutions is where you want to go. Tell them that the M6P sent you. And lastly, we're sponsored by ourselves, The Marvelous Box. Check us out at themarvelousbox.com. $25 gets you a hundred over $100 worth of Marvel graphic novels sent right to your front door. You never know what it's going to include, but we try and make sure that we got uh, books from every corner of the universe in each box. You're never going to get four Spider-Man books or five Hulk books or uh, you know, three X-Men books. You, we try and get you, you know, some X-Men, Spider-Man, Hulk, Avengers, Fantastic Four, kind of get you all the corners that we can. So check them out at themarvelousbox.com. And also, if you're looking to dress snazzy and look really sharp, go to Public. that's T-E-E-Public.com, and do a search for the M6P. We've got some cool T-shirt designs up there, and uh, tell your friends. Oh, that's awesome. I, I actually, I... I have to admit, I forgot about that. And I was wearing one of my favorite t-shirts the other day, and I realized there's a hole right in the chest. And so Because you've been I, doing them push-ups. I, dude, I've been doing some ab workouts. Woo! Yes. Yep. Been knocking it out of the park, Boys, man. We still got to get that, uh, not we, Jared, needs to get that Daredevil shirt up on, on Public for you. Yeah, you know, do what you It's on the list. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. All right, so you can email us at m6plc at gmail.com. Look us up on Twitter at the M6P. And again, go to our website, 
uh, vm6p.com. We're on Facebook, YouTube. Uh, what else are we on? Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, all that stuff under the M6P. So come check us out. Uh, give us a call. Be a part of our show at uh, 616-755-TINA. All right. And until next time, we are the M6P. Peace.